This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Decoding Obesity Podcast. You see, at the start of the new year, we always make pledges. And very often, they revolve around eating healthy, quitting sodas, exercising more, quitting smoking, limiting alcohol, etc. So I thought to myself, how can I help you achieve the goal of eating healthy as we come closer to the beginning of the new year? It obviously had to be something which is simple and will give you the biggest bang for the buck. It had to be something that was also sustainable. So I reflected back on my weight loss journey to see what was one of the major changes I had made. I'm going to share this with you all today. I want to talk about meal planning. Some time ago, I did an episode on home cooking, which can certainly be a great way to start eating healthy. Most of us, of course, don't have cooks and chefs at home cooking great meals for us whenever we want. This is where meal planning comes in handy. You see, planning your meals will go a long way in getting you to eating healthy. It can seem like a Herculean task and you might even desist it. I thought, how can I make it simple for you? I have decided to break it down into simple steps. The first and the most important step is to take that pledge that you have been planning to take for the new year. Try to aim for as many home-cooked meals as possible every week. Once you commit to taking an action, you're not left in indecision and you move ahead. The goal has to be to keep moving forward. Staying in indecision will keep you stuck in the same place. Doing what you've done so far will probably not work since it hasn't worked in the past either. Your mind will try to play tricks on you. It will whip up all the weird reasons as to why this is not a good idea and why this will not work and how you don't know a thing about cooking. And you will probably be thinking that I don't have enough time in the day to get this done. Remember, all of these are hypotheticals till you actually try them. Okay, moving on to the next step. I heard this amazing statement somewhere and it has stuck with me. You need to plan to plan. Well, what do I mean by that? Any good execution requires planning, which in turn requires some amount of time. Now, till you plan ahead to carve out some time in your week to plan for the upcoming week, it will never happen. It does not have to be elaborate and it will get easier with time. It takes time for a new habit to become second nature. So plan to spend about 5 minutes to decide when in your week would be a good time for you to plan for the upcoming week so that you can go grocery shopping and buy the relevant things you need. Alright, third step. Planning for the upcoming week. A week has 7 days and 21 meals if you eat 3 meals a day. So you need to plan for 21 meals. This may seem daunting right now, but listen on. Usually the breakfast we eat remains fairly constant. So instead of buying something from the market, aim for things like overnight oats or leftovers. I used to have the same breakfast every day which was nutritious, took the thinking out of it and was fairly simple to prepare. I used to eat oatmeal of course. Coming to the other meals, 
I have found that most of the dishes that we cook use onions and garlic as a base and a lot of them use tomatoes. So think of dishes that you can cook using these ingredients as a base for your curry. You can vary the spices, but let this be the base for your cooking. Now it's time to think about the other ingredients that you need. What vegetables, beans, meats and fruits are you likely to consume during the week? What all will you be adding to the base sauce that we will be making? Make a list of these things that you plan to eat for lunch and dinner each day for the upcoming week. Also plan to carve out 2 to 3 hours to prepare for the upcoming week. Step 4. Time to go shopping. A quick tip. Go shopping on a full stomach and with a list in your hand and don't waver from the list. Now we are getting somewhere. By this time you should be feeling excited about your adventures with food. All right, moving on to the next step. Time to get the family involved. Remember, involving family in the cooking process will not only improve your connectedness with the rest of the family, it will inculcate healthy habits into children early on. Moreover, they are more likely to enjoy something they helped create. Get those onions and garlic cloves peeled and roughly chopped. Chop those tomatoes as well. Get your biggest pan or pot out and get cooking. Remember to cook down the onions and garlic before adding tomatoes. Add salt and you're done. Let this cool down. We're almost at the end. You will have prepared your base sauce this way. Now packing it the right way is also very important. You need an airtight container or Ziploc. I personally prefer a glass container because I don't like wasting plastic. The key is to get all the air out and I'll tell you why in a minute. So if you're using a container, make sure you fill it to the top. If you're using a Ziploc, get all the air out before you lock it up. Divide the sauce into 14 portions. for the 14 meals and pack them. The problem with not removing the air is that any air present in the container will cause a freezer burn. And that will give you that weird freezer taste that you get if anything's been lying in the freezer for very long. Okay, the hardest part is done. All it needed was a little planning. Now you can use this base to create your dishes fairly quickly. Other things that I've tried and have worked are, you know, using mason jar salads You can just prepare salads for the whole week in one go and just keep them in the refrigerator. The key is layering the food properly so that they stay fresh. You have to keep the sauces separate from the leaves and they should not be in contact with each other otherwise it creates big mush. Anything related to food really gets me excited. I have a great episode on goal setting coming up next week where I will have three coaches talk about it from their perspective. Make sure you listen in to learn about setting your goals the right way this new year. Listeners, I would love your feedback on our show. I would love to know what you would like to hear more of and how you're liking this show. So please don't forget to write a comment or leave a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that you can get notified about the latest episodes as soon as they're released. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you all next time. You've been listening to the Decoding Obesity podcast. Please remember, the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. 
And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.